You're listening to Ask Dr. E, where Dr. Michael Easley answers your biblical and theological questions in 10 minutes or less. Here's today's question. I believe that Jesus Christ died for all men. I don't believe that we are predestined, that he selected a few and then died for the few. That would be like being on the cross and saying, oh, wait, I'm not dying for you. I'm dying just for these folks over here. So I have a hard time with that concept. There are two main views on the extent of the atonement, limited or unlimited. Uh And just so we don't make any presumptions, the atonement is when Jesus died, his blood is shed to atone, to cover, to pay for man's sin. Right. The question is, how much does Christ's blood atone for? So the reformers held and hold to what is called limited atonement, meaning Jesus dies only for the elect. A popular phrase that you might hear is that Christ's blood was not wasted or spilt. Yeah, yeah. Now, I'm not saying that sums up all Reformed theology. I'm just saying the stress there is Jesus dies only for the elect. That's limited atonement. Unlimited atonement is that Jesus sacrificed the blood that was shed, which, again, is the only means to atone for sin, was sufficient for everyone but effective only for those who believe. Sufficient for everyone, Mm. but effective only for those who believe. Now, let me give you a few verses on this. John 12, 32. And I, if I am lifted up from earth, will draw all men to myself. It's a cryptic phrase, and many would argue when he's lifted up is a reference to the crucifixion. Uh, Some will argue that he's talking about the ascension, we can have that argument later. The point is, he's going to draw, not the elect, all men to myself. Mm. John's repetition of the word world throughout his gospel yep. is huge. John one twenty nine, the Lamb of God who takes away the sin of the world, the cosmos. John 3.16, for God so loved the world. And you can follow that through John again with the concordance. And then there are several words that are important to study Whosoever, if you're a King James user, whoever, in most other versions, is used over a hundred times in the New Testament. And it seems clear the whoever is not limited to whoever slash the elect. Right. It's a broader word. Uh, Another term is all in these contexts. Christ dying for mankind. Just one verse to illustrate this one. And this to me is a haymaker verse. Titus 2.11. For the grace of God has appeared bringing salvation to all men. Now, that's not universalism. Mm. That doesn't mean everyone is going to be saved. But you can't dismiss the all, the world, the whoever, uh, these broad sweeping terms. And and what I'm going to argue for is unlimited atonement. Now, I, I love my Reformed brothers and sisters, and I understand a number of reasons why they hold this limited view. One of them is a little indelicate to talk about, but understand reformers uh, early on were Catholic priests. Right. And most people, even today, who call themselves reformed, they forget. They don't realize that connection. They were Catholics. Yeah. Martin Luther was a Catholic. Yeah. Melanchthon, Zwingli, they were Catholics. Yeah. And so when they're reacting to the teachings of the Catholic Church, uh, undoubtedly, as they left the church, which wasn't their intent, but as they left the Catholic Church, so-called reformation begins, the reformers, the protesters, um, they still had some vestiges of Catholicism. 
what is also known as Arminianism. And some of these other ideas were woven into Catholic theology. So just bear in mind when someone says, I'm Reformed, be careful that you don't let a uh, a simple article on the Reformation teach you about the Reformation. It's a much broader subject and a lot more complicated than the five-point tulip, for example. Uh-huh. Secondly, at another level, this is an unnecessary argument because all who elect will be saved. And the atonement is sufficient for all the elect. Okay. Now, that may seem like a cop-out, yeah. but I think <laughs> when you push really hard on the idea of limited atonement, he only died for the elect, his blood was spilt, his blood was wasted. Those are emotional terms. Yeah. And I find no reference in the New Testament that says Christ's blood was wasted or spilt. Right. Because he dies for sinners. Yeah. He doesn't die for the elect in the New Testament. He dies for sinners. Now, are they elect? Yes. The elect are the ones who respond by faith. So this this limited, unlimited atonement is a little different than just talking about the predestination term. Now, sure. Now, this will be the 60-second part. Okay, okay, yeah, because you, <laughs> wow, way went over that. <laughs> so this will be, so Ephesians 1, five. Sorry, Mary, this is what it says. He predestined us to adoption as sons through Jesus Christ to himself according to the kind intention of his will. It's hard for me to get around the doctrine of predestination when Paul says it straight up. He predestined us. He planned for us to be adopted as his sons. And lastly, in Romans chapter 8, verses 29 and 30, those whom he foreknew, he also predestined to become conformed to the image of his son, so that he would be the firstborn among many brethren. And these whom he predestined, he also called. And these whom he called, he also justified. And these whom he justified, he also glorified. And this is a part, I think, even some of our fine Reformed friends, and uh, I am believe in predestination election, I believe what's called the Reformed soteriology, big words. I believe this is how we come to Christ. But notice what Paul says. He whom he predestined, he called. So the call, the kaleo of God to his saved people, he had to call them. Even though they're predestined, they're called. And that's why we talk about Mm. at some point, a person responds to the call of salvation. Yeah, interesting. And that's where the arch illustration that we talked about earlier in one of the first episodes is Uh so helpful because all are called, is my argument, but only the elect will respond to the call. So I would say the call of salvation is universal because he dies for sinners. For all. Yeah. It doesn't say he just died only for the few. Right. Now, you can parse some verses out and build that construct, but if we're going to do biblical theology, look yeah. at the whole, not just a few verses. So, again, many folks have trouble with the Scripture. I understand that. But to sum it up, Christ's atonement is sufficient for everyone, but effective yeah. for only those who believe. Yeah. If you've got a question for Ask Dr. E, call us or text us at 615-281-9694, or you can email us at question at michaelincontext.com. We would love to hear from you. Ask Dr. E is a production of Michael Easley in Context. The music for this show is composed by Jason Germain, and you can find more biblical resources at michaelincontext.com.